welcome to the Elevate Live podcast channel. We hope this sermon encourages and inspires you so you can go and grow to your next level. For more information about our church, please visit our website, elevate.life. Enjoy the message. Glad you're watching, but if you can, get here, all right? Thank y'all so much. You may be seated and uh, just turn to the person on your right and say, you are looking good today. Turn to the person on your left and say, I wish you were looking and feeling as good as me. Come on, tell them that. Uh, All right. So glad to be here. So glad to be with you. Thank you for weathering the storm. 70 degrees in Texas this morning. I know the humidity as I worked out this morning was so hot. I thought, what in the world is happening in the great state of Texas, we're taking over. That's what's happening. But anyway, we're in our yes series and I wanna talk for a few minutes about saying yes to God's promises. Saying yes to God's promises. Our key scripture this year in 2021 is Luke 137. And I invite you to say it with me. It should be on the screens. If it's not, let's say it anyway. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Father, I just thank you that as we begin in the next few minutes, that whatever has been impossible, that God, it will begin to unfold. And when March 1st happens, everybody look up here at me. I'm praying, but I want you to to come into agreement with me. When March 1st happens, we declare as a church that March is Miracle Month. March is Miracle Month. Come on, y'all. March is Miracle Month. Would you just go ahead and say that? March is Miracle Month. So there are some miracles that are gonna happen. Get your faith up. Let's believe God. I don't know what you're believing for, but this is our year where it's possible, y'all. Come on, it's possible. So, so again, let's, let's believe God A leadershipology that I wrote this last week is the promises of God are proof of his plans that he has for you. God has given us in his word. Now this is, there are many, many promises, over 30,000 promises in scripture, but there are approximately 7,400, make sure I'm right, Josh, and 87 promises from God to man. Just look that up for me real quick. David Stroud, if you're in the building, you might have it pulled up, but I think that's right. I think it's 7,487 promises that are from God to man. And so those are a lot of promises. And I'm gonna focus on a few of those today, but what is a promise? Listen very carefully. Most of us make promises. We stand at the altar and it works about 50% of the time. And we promise to be with this person in sickness and in health. We promise to be with this person till death do us part. We promise to be with this person no matter what happens. And then we get married and man, we thought it was tough being single. (laughs) And you know, I see Lil Paige and her wonderful husband who God moved here. So he could find a wife because this is how you know God is more male than female. Now he doesn't have to wonder what his pronouns are. 
because he's God. I said, he's God. All right. And so he created male and he created female. And, and, but this is how, you know, God's a little bit more male than female because he said, he that finds a woman finds a good thing and obtains favor with the Lord. So if you're married, why don't you look at your favor right now and just say, I love you, thank you. In case I haven't told you, thank you for the favor that's on my life because of you. Precious, come up here and just give me a kiss real quick. I just wanna kiss my favor. I just wanna kiss my favor. Thank you, baby. I got some favor, y'all. See, some of you men, you need to start treating your wife like she's your favor, cause she is. God put her in your life to bring a unique kind of favor on your life. And it's so important for us to understand this, but a promise, again, promises today, we have politicians that make promises. Mm. That's all I must say. Mm. But here's what a promise is, a biblical promise. A declaration, that's why we declare every Sunday when we gather. A declaration, it starts with your mouth or assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. The second definition, a legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made a right to expect or to claim the performance or forbearance of a specified act. So when God makes a promise, you can count on it. And by the way, his promise to me as the spiritual father of this house, as the pastor of this house, is that this is the year of possible. I said, this is the year of possible. Now, if you don't believe it, let me just tell you something. Then things will keep being impossible for you. If you doubt it, things will keep being impossible for you. So why don't you just go ahead and believe it? You know what? God's given us a promise that Wally, this is the year of possible. That, that if you're believing that your business can double this year, I believe it could double. In fact, some of you wear eyeglasses. That's your guy right there. Amen. Wally, stand up. God moved Wally here. Y'all heard his story at Christmas. He had sold his businesses and all of a sudden through a business event that I was speaking in, I think I remember this right. He heard about me. He was here in the Dallas area for a business event, said, hey, I think we're close to that church. He came and God radically lifted a spirit of depression that had been on his wife for seven years off of her that day. And you know what? Y'all had been through some tough, tough stuff. He came here, moved to a town called Prosper. Who wouldn't want to live in a place? Hey, by the way, living in a place called Prosper is a lot better than living in a place called Poverty. Where do you live? A poverty. No, you don't. God moved him to a place called Prosper. He established his business. What's your eye business called? Prosper Eye Room. And if you wear glasses, he's your new doctor. That's how it works around here, Wally. God bless you. All right. You know what? If God makes promises to us or what's now, if we make a promise to God, not only can we depend on God with assurance that he's gonna bring those promises to pass. But there are conditional and unconditional promises. God's love for you, it's unconditional. But for this to be a year of possible for you, there's some conditions. You need to be putting God first with your finances. 
You need to be striving to serve and get plugged in somewhere. You need to understand that it's way more than about being a Christian. God doesn't need any more Christians. He needs people who are kingdom focused, kingdom minded, and are raising kingdom focused and kingdom minded families and building kingdom focused and kingdom minded businesses. So say yes to God's promises. Why don't you just practice right now on the count of three? One, two, three. Yes. yes to every promise that God has for you. Now, some of you, you're uncomfortable with saying things out loud. You're not uncomfortable when things happen out loud. So I'm gonna give you one more, tent, one more chance. Just say yes to every, every promise that God has for you that will make possible what has been impossible for you in the past. On the count of three, say yes. One, two, three. Yes. yes. Come on. It's so important that we get on the yes side of life. I don't know what it is, but there is a natural default in us. We're cautious, we say no, and it stops God's flow in our life. And I just wanna encourage you this year, this year, 2021, get on the yes side of life. Say yes more than you say no. And when you find yourself saying no, why don't you just, whatever the limiting belief is that causes you to get on the no side of life, just challenge that limiting belief and say, I'm not gonna be a no person. As much as within me, I'm gonna be a yes person. Do you hear all those amens? That must've been in heaven. God's going, yes, that was, that was a God, I think, going, yes. Second Corinthians 1, verse 18 through 22. But as surely as God is faithful, that's a good place to say amen. amen. Our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no. But in him, it has always been yes. How about that, y'all? For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us. Amen. So in other words, whatever God's yes is, that's his promise. Our amen brings that promise into our sphere. So I love this. In God, there is no yes and no. Now as a parent, there's yes and no. Because guess what? You're mom and dad, but you ain't God. We serve a God that is only a yes God to good things, to his promises that are faithful and true. Again, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. So through him, amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us and set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Can I just speak over your life? The best is yet to come. Come on, y'all. The best is yet to come. Why? Because now watch this. The only way the promises of God work for you is if your spirit has been enlightened. You say, what does that mean? You've opened up your mind and your heart to Jesus Christ. You see, God gives the promise that's yes. And in Christ, because of what Christ did, Jesus lived a life that said amen to God's promises. 
So in Christ, we're able not just to say yes to all of God's promises, but we're able to put an, an amen with an exclamation because of Jesus. And the spirit that he put within us, here's the good news, the spirit that he put within us, here's what the Bible says, that's what guarantees what is to come. Nothing's guaranteed because of Keith Craft, but all things are possible and every promise is mine according to the greater one who lives in me named Jesus Christ, who will and can and forevermore bring it to pass, amen? I wanna walk in the revelation of the promises of God. 2 Corinthians 1.20 in the New Living Translation says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ, so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So everybody just one more time, say yes, yes. And, amen. and amen. Yes and amen. God never made a promise, D.L. Moody said, that was too good to be true. You ever heard, had somebody tell you something that was just too good to be true? Or at least you thought it was too good to be true. That's because there's a natural default in you for no. Well, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Where'd that come from? From no people. Well, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. I'm gonna tell you something. There's no marriage that's too good to be true. Just have a good marriage. There's no job. There's nothing in your future that's too good to be true. You know why? Because the goodness of God brings you to repentance. You say, what does that mean? It's the goodness of God when we find out how really good God is that turns us around, turns us towards God, and we stop walking according to our thoughts the way that we are as people and what we do, and we turn towards God's way of doing things, and that's what, that's what repentance is. So I wanna give you three facts about God's promises. First of all, here's a simple one. God's promises are yes and amen. Come on, y'all. God's promises are yes and amen. Jesus is the assurance, he's the surety of God's promises. You can count on God's Bible promises because Jesus is saying yes and amen to them before you do on your behalf. Always remember that Jesus is our assurance that the scripture promises, whatever God has promised, that it will be fulfilled. All the promises are yes in Christ. You can depend on God's promises because Jesus is the guarantee. And when Jesus lives on the inside of you, greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Numbers, the 23rd chapter, the 19th verse, God is not human that he should lie. What is God saying? Y'all humans lie. Do you know that when you say things that are not in the Bible, it makes you a liar? When you say things that are contrary to the spirit and the nature of God, it makes you a liar. But the Bible says God is not a human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind, does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? No, 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 no. If he says it, it's gonna happen. I had one of the greatest experiences of my life this last week. Just about every week are great experiences because I get to live with my favor. And that's the truth, that's the truth. I know some of y'all, it makes you just, just, you just don't even like to hear all the ways that I gush about her, but I do gush about her. 
And I just can't help it. I can't help it. Every day and every night without you. Can't survive. Why? Anyway, I could go on and on and on. I always got songs and music in my heart. Some of y'all are too unfortunate not to know that that's the Bee Gees. But uh, all kind of spiritual songs and hymns and things on the inside of me. But, but this last week, I had the privilege to uh, go to Cabo San Lucas and speak at one of my dear friend's masterminds there. Um, we were in a 34,000 square foot home on the side of a mountain that overlooked all of Cabo San Lucas, and it was absolutely gorgeous. We went to Addison Airport because we were flying in private jets. I didn't pay for it, he paid for it, and I thought, this, this is the way I wanna roll for the rest of my life. And everybody said. Amen. And so we were, we were at Addison Airport, and we were, we were just waiting for the jets to get ready for us to take off because we were flying into another country. There was a little bit more paperwork that had to be done. And in walks a young man that I had never met before. And when I say young, he was young. And by the end of our trip, I did a little video with him because I want to show you what happened this week at a mastermind and what happens when somebody says yes and amen to God. Watch this. Hey, Elevate Life Church. First of all, I just wanted to come to you and tell you how excited I am. Um, just got through being with my friend Ryan Stuman at his mastermind experience in Cabo and uh, 34,000 square foot house, it was crazy. And, uh, but, but the main thing is the wonderful people that I had the opportunity to meet, and this guy's one of them. This is Seth. I wanted you guys to meet Seth because before we even left the ground, uh, you were coming, you're, uh, you were coming to this event, I was speaking at this event, and here you are, a junior at Texas A&M, and you're just like wanting to get into a room with successful people. And um, first of all, talk about just for a second why, why you were coming to the event. So I, I really, okay. I really was just coming to this event. Um, I, I kind of busted my butt over the summer and, and I really want to elevate, you know, I, I know who you surround yourself with is who you become. And uh, I figured, you know, if, if I'm hanging around these type of people, I've never been in a house like this, never flown in a jet. If these people are, you know, this is where they're hanging out at, this is where I want to be. So that's why I was coming. Yeah, so I'm standing in the airport, the private airport in Addison there, Millionaire Air, and, you know, I'm standing there and he walks up, we start talking, and uh, in the next, I don't know, 10 minutes, something happened in your life. What, what happened? So um, before, about a day before, um, the whole, remember the whole time, reason why I was coming was to, you know, business and yeah. level up. And then about a day before, um, I told my friend, I was like, I think there's a deeper reason why I'm coming. Mm. Um, and then Pastor Keith walked in and I introduced myself because I've DM'd him on Instagram. He's like, oh yeah, you're from Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I told Pastor Keith, you know, I, was, I said, uh, you know, I feel like I've, I've been wanting it. I've, I've, I know that's what I want. I don't want to put it off anymore. Yeah. Um, but I kind of feel like I was, I was digging in quicksand almost, yeah. wasn't really getting anywhere. And, uh, and yeah, we, we, we prayed right there to, yeah. to let Jesus in my life and, yeah. and really take that step. And uh, So before we got on the, the, the jet, he had given his life to Christ and just opened up his heart to, to really what he was truly searching for. And I, I was so impressed because, like I said, a junior at 
A&M, and here you are with these movers and shakers at this mastermind. I was so impressed with that. And then just to see your hunger, and I told him, I said, you know, Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. And that's exactly what happened to him. And I'm just, uh, I'm just so proud of you. And what, 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 what's been, the, what has this experience been like for you since you've been here? Um, it's been awesome. I, I told you just a little bit ago. I, uh, I prayed for wisdom before I came, and I, yeah. I really wanted to connect with you. And now I'm talking into a camera, talking about our, our experience together. So yeah. it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, I, I honestly, like, and I said it last night, I think it's, it's a pivotal, a pivotal moment yeah. on, on all areas. So, so if you could have one or two takeaways from this event, what would it be? Uh, one is I want to, I want to, I, I admire you. And I want to, I want to take, I want to hit the bullseye, um, right? Alignment with Christ is the bullseye. So I, I don't want to miss the board anymore. I, I want to focus all my areas on that alignment. And another one is, you know, the, the house and the jets and everything's awesome, but, um, I'm really looking forward to the journey of building something with, with people and, and changing people's lives yeah. and, uh, really, really trying to, you know, break out of that. So yeah. sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm doing these business events. I'm speaking at masterminds, and of course, I have my own masterminds and that kind of thing. Which you're going to join our online mastermind. I'm excited about that. But I think in my mind how, how really when we get the God piece right, God opens not only our mind and our heart, but He opens the, His world to us because it's His world. So I just wanted you guys to know what happened this week. This is one of the amazing things that happened this week. But uh, you're going to see Seth around from time to time. He's going to finish at A&M, and then we're going to get him uh, down where we are. But uh, how great is it that God uses a mastermind, that God uses a business event, that God uses a hunger that's in a young man's heart? He's the youngest guy here. He's one of the hungriest guys here, and he's on his way not just to be a millionaire, on his way not just for great success in terms of accomplishing his dreams, but he's on his way at reaching his full God-given potential. And I'm just proud of you, man. I'm glad to, I'm glad to know you. And like Warren Buffett says, if you admire somebody and you do what you admire in them, you'll become admirable yourself. So God bless you, man. I love you guys. Come on, let's give this guy a big hand. God bless. And he's watching right now. Seth, we're proud of you. Y'all give him a big hand. Now, I want you to really hear what I'm about to say. He's a junior in college, putting himself through college, working his tail off, and he paid $10,000 to be at that event. When I was a junior in college, I wasn't thinking about getting in a room. By the way, the oldest people there, I thought it was Pastor Sheila and I, but there was one guy that beat us. He was 62 years old that already is very successful, but even at 62, he says, I'm ready to take my life to the next level. And every person that went to that mastermind for basically two and a half days paid $10,000 to be there. Most people cannot even fathom investing that much in themselves because they don't think it, it really brings forth any fruit. And, and can I just tell you something? Not only is our church about personal growth and development, but that's why I do masterminds. That's why I coach people, because we're gonna get the God thing right. We're, gonna, we're not gonna be body, soul, and spirit. We're gonna be spirit, soul, and body. 
And God has put it on my heart to raise up millionaires and multimillionaires for the kingdom of God. You know why? Because I don't want the Bill Gates deciding what's gonna happen in the world. I don't want other people. I want people that are God's people to decide and for them to make some money and learn how to make money and learn how to do business on a high level. So this week, once again, we do it once every six weeks, is my mastermind week. If you're interested in that, in the lobby, Keela, Keela stand up. Keela will be in the lobby, David will be in the lobby. Come be a guest with us. If you wanna be a part of our online mastermind, that's not a guest, just join. Here's my point, invest in yourself. I'm not trying to sell you, I'm just telling you it's right under your nose. And some of you have never, I mean, here's a kid that's investing while he's in A&M 10,000 bucks for three days. And some people can't figure out, well, man, I, I don't know how I can come up with $99 a month to invest. I don't know how I can come up with $500 a month. I just, I just don't even, can I just tell you something? Let's open our mind. Let's say yes to the magnificent things that God has for us. Some of you have a destiny on your life to be a millionaire in the kingdom of God. And you gotta get in the right rooms. You can't keep thinking like you've been thinking and think it's gonna work. And somehow, someday your ship's gonna come in. It's not. What's gonna happen is you're gonna grow there before you go there. So my challenge to you is to say yes. Say yes to God's promises for you and don't just settle for this career or that career. You are a son and daughter of the Most High God. Find the most successful rooms you can be in and whatever the price is, pay the price. Pay the price. And most people don't think like that. I know Seth is gonna win in life because he's so far ahead of where any of us were. I would say probably there's not one person in this room that when you were 20 years old, and needing every bit of money you had for food, to go through school, thinking about your own future, that you were thinking, I'm gonna invest in myself that way. And therefore people just stay. They just stay where they are and their life is just normal and they have the same normal problems. You know why? Because listen, you're the greatest asset that you'll ever have. So again, if it's not our masterminds that we offer here, if it's not, if it's not me, find some somewhere that gets you out of your normal, out of your myopic career. And let's take the lid off of you as God's son and God's daughter. And let's go to the top. We can't be stopped. Come on, y'all. Amen. So God's promises are yes and amen. Here's the second thing. God's promises are true. God's promises are true. If God made promises in his, his word, those scripture promises are true and God will not change his mind. You can count on the promises of God. One more time, say amen. amen. Proverbs 30 verse five, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Isaiah 55 verse 11, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. This is God now. It will not return void or return to me empty, but my word will accomplish what I desire and it will achieve the purpose in which I sent it. Isn't that good news? And then Lamentations 2.17, the Lord has done what he planned. He has fulfilled his word, which he decreed long ago. The third thing about God's promises is God's promises prove his faithfulness. Prove his faithfulness. So Paige, did you mean those vows? Did you mean those vows? And you know what we do? Those promises 
don't speak about what I'm going to do in my marriage. Those promises speak out of who I am in this marriage. Every promise that you ever will make anybody. And that's why it's important that we keep our promises. Because the promise reveals who you are, not what you do or don't do. Be a promise keeper. But more than that, be a promise maker. Be a person that makes a promise and guarantees and delivers. And you're that kind of person because you are God's son and you are God's daughter. So we can trust him. We can put our faith in God. No man can change or reverse the promises of God. There is no broken promise with God. If he's spoken it, he always does it. Put an amen on that. 2 Timothy 2, 13, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. Wow. In other words, if I, if I don't keep the promise, God doesn't say, okay, you didn't keep your promise. I'm not gonna keep my promise either. Now that can happen in a marriage, but not with God. God says, I've made, listen, I've made a covenant with you when I knew you weren't gonna keep it sometimes, but I still made the covenant. Psalms 145 verse 13, the Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. Second Corinthians 118, God is faithful. You can rely on God. Come on, y'all. God is faithful. So his promises prove his faithfulness. According to second Corinthians 120 again, no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So all of God's promises are yes and amen. However, we have to add something to God's yes. What do we add to God's yes? Amen. God's promises are true whether you amen them or not. I'm gonna just be an amen type person. Amen. Amen. Where's my, where's my piano player back here? Amen. You better get out here. Amen. Come on, y'all. Amen. Amen. Come on, y'all. Some of y'all don't know that song. It's a hard one, but y'all just sing it with me. Amen. Come on, sing it. Amen. Amen. There he is. Amen. Hey, how was that cigarette, by the way? Anyway, he's back. He's just, he had to get a quick smoke and he, he'll be back. Anyway, I, you, know, you know why I always joke about that? Listen, you know why I always joke about that? Because this is the truth. We first started our church. We had players that weren't in our church. We paid them. And one Sunday, I was on stage and I'm going, hey guys, come on out here. I promise you, they come walking on stage. There's a puff of smoke around them. They were, we were meeting at a school. They were all, let's get, we had a horn section. I mean, we had trumpet player, trombone player, uh, a, a uh, let's see, trumpet, trombone, and saxophone player. And so they were, they were the little, they were the brass section, the drummer. They all walked in. They smelled, Jeremy, they smelled like smoke. I said, I guess it's how you build a church. I'm not sure. But anyway, Arthur, amen. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Amen. Amen. What am I saying amen to? The yes of God. Come on, one more time. Amen. Thank you, God, for your yes. Amen. Come on, y'all. Amen. Amen. 
Hey, now, now, if you were going to do something with the gospel, uh, how would you do it? Sunday morning, amen. Oh, oh, amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here's what amen means. So let it be. Let it be, be it established. So when God says yes, we appropriate it by our amen. It's our amen that makes the promise ours in that given moment, in that given situation. When you say amen to God's yes, his promise becomes your possession. When you say amen to God's yes, his promise becomes your possession. You see, the truth is, I love this this little part of the scripture that says God's yes was solidified by Jesus, amen. So in Christ, when we say yes and amen, his spirit that lives in us is the guarantee that God's promises are going to come to pass. But watch this, the Bible says that it happens by us by us. It doesn't say it happens because of the apostles. It doesn't say the promises of God happen because of great preachers or great evangelists or by missionaries or great saints of the past. But it says by us, all of God's promises are available to us as my old friend. My old friend. sang about it when he said, here and now, I promise to love faithfully. Go ahead and sing that a little bit. That's, that's, this, this is a, a church song. This is not your mama's church. Some of y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know what's going on right now. You see, by us, here and now, anytime I say amen to God's promises, what is possible comes into my sphere and God says, I'm bringing some heaven into your earth, some of my super into your natural. Get ready, get set, let's grow. Let's don't just go, but get ready, get set, let's grow. Come on, put an amen on that, amen. There's just one problem. You see, by us, the Bible says, a yes becomes an amen. And an amen becomes a yes to the glory of God. Not for my glory, but to the glory of God. So what stops it? My unbelief. My focus on the situation and the circumstance. You know what I was thinking when Texas was freezing over last week? I had the weather app and I could see on the weather app 
Everything's gonna be all right. You know that song? That might be me. Everything's gonna be all right. You know why? Because I had the weather app. It showed me, okay, on this day, it's gonna be zero. Get ready. On this day, it's gonna be about 18. Get ready. On this day, it's gonna get up to 21. But on this day, 56. 56 is coming. On this day, it's gonna be 72. By this day, my swimming pool that for real was two inches thick with ice. I'm walking out there, Jeremy brought over an ax because I thought I can keep it running. I'm out there about every hour and hour, beating the ice off of it. But you know what I kept telling myself? Everything's gonna be all right. You know why? Because I had the weather app. I knew the weather was gonna change. Listen, you know what you got? You don't have a weather app. I don't know, I don't know what's going on in your life right now. Let me just preach it. I don't know what's going on in your life right now. But here's what I can tell you. You don't need no weather app. You don't need what man prophesies. All you need, all you need is the Word of God. That's what you need right there. That's what you need. That's what you need. You need the Word. Oh, yeah. You need the Word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Okay, y'all be seated. What do you do with your unbelief? You tell it to go to hell. And when you feel unbelief well up to you, say, you know what, that's not God. So right now I say yes. And right now I say amen. And it doesn't matter if like the eagles saying, hell's freezing over. Be good for hell to freeze over, by the way. But it doesn't look like I'm gonna, or it looks like that I'm gonna have to deal with all this hell because of the freeze, whatever it is. This too will pass. Somebody needs this word today. This too will pass. Don't be focused on the past. Because the past is past for a reason. You might have gotten a blast from the past. This too will pass. Team, I'm going to invite y'all to come on out here. This girl with this hat on. So cute. So cute. This is how we're going to end today. I want y'all to stand with me. Don't get in a hurry. Just hang on. We're not going to be much longer. I want you to dim the lights to 25 in the bowl. There you go. 
And I want y'all to look up here because guess what we're going to do? We're going to end this way. There's three promises to say yes to. Here and now, I promise to love faithfully. You're all I need. Here and now, I promise to love faithfully. Here's three promises right now. Three out of the 7,487. Listen very carefully. First of all, God so loves you. That's his promise. He loves you. He loves you. You say, what's the big deal about that? Everybody don't love you. <laughs> and some of y'all just go through your life and you forget how much he loves you. Do you know that there's nothing you can ever do to separate you from the love of God? Whatever you think is the most heinous thing, whether it be murder, doesn't matter what it is. His promise to you is, I love you no matter what. And oh, by the way, I don't just love you, but in God's very white voice, I so love you. For God so loved the world. There are times in my life, I don't do it every time, but there are times in my life where my level of awareness and mindfulness is raised and I'll say to Precious or to my kids, I don't just love you, I so love you. I so love you. The Bible didn't say God loved you, so he sent his son Jesus. So he says, I so love you. It's a promise. I don't know if you know it right now, but there's a lot of hate in the world. There's a lot of people all the way to the White House and down that need to know there's a promise of God that says, I so love you. Red, yellow, black, and white, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, leftist, whatever. Bottom line is God says, I love you. I love it when you're confused. I love you when you're in doubt. I love you when you're in sin. I love you no matter what. And the song goes like this. He is jealous for me. Come up here, Whitney. Let's sing it. Come on. He is for me. Just lift up your hands. Guys, put those words up on the screen, please. When all of a sudden I am unaware of his afflictions, he lives by glory. But I realize just how on, beautiful you are and how great, how great your affections are.
your dad never told you that he loves you. And you still struggle. Not because your dad never told you, but just you struggle in a world filled with hate that you're really loved by God. God does not love you based on your performance. God does not love you based on your spirituality. He loves you in thick and thin. He loves you when you're down. He loves you when you're up. He loves you when you're depressed. He loves you when you're stressed. He loves you no matter what. And today, if you're here and you don't know the love of God, or today you just don't feel loved, let me tell you what you need, not for somebody else to love you. You need to open your heart and say yes and amen to the love of God. I'm gonna ask you just to bow your head just for a second, just all over this place, just for a second. And if you're here and you would say, Keith, my life, if you're watching online, my life is not right with God. I wanna get my life right with God. Can you just say yes and amen enough that his love can come into your life? And the Bible says his love cast out all fear The Bible says his love covers a multitude of sin. The Bible says greater loveth no man than this. And he lay down his life for his friends. He loves you. And if you're here and you would say, I know that I'm not right with God today because there's a love block in my heart. There's something blocking that. That's what my friend Seth, he said, I felt like I was in quicksand. It was so so beautiful. He said, I felt like I was in quicksand. I didn't know what to do. I put my arm around him in that airport and I said, well, I know what to do. I said, so let's pray. It's the most beautiful thing. This led him in a simple prayer and I wanna lead you in the same prayer that I led Seth in. Just pray it, everybody here, just even if you know Christ and, and you have the love of Christ in your heart, just pray it again. Everybody just say it out loud with me. You don't have to say it loudly, but just say it out loud. Just say, Dear God, thank you for loving me so much that you sent your son Jesus to die on a cross for my sins. Forgive me for the mistakes I've made. I give you my heart, my mind, my past, my present, my future. I need your love. I want your love. Help me, God, to be a better lover of humanity because of your love for me. Y'all look up here. God loves you. He loves you. Don't you walk out of here feeling guilt and shame. We have all sinned. We have all blown it. And some of us are in a better place now. But we hadn't always been there. But you just keep coming to the house of God. You keep calling on God. You keep moving towards God. The Bible says if you'll draw close to God, he'll draw close to you. And I'm just telling you today, he's drawing close to you. So listen, first promise is God so loves you. Second promise is that God is your strength. He's your strength. You say, what does that mean? I love this. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. He said to me, now I want to say it to you. He said to you, my grace, grace there means wherever it is, is it not on the screen? My grace 
is sufficient for you. My power to do things my way, to do your marriage my way, to do your life my way, my power is sufficient for you. And then then this is the kicker. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. You ever felt weak? I don't like to feel weak. I've felt weak before. I don't like to feel weak. I worked out this morning because I want to be strong, but more than physically strong, I want to be spiritually strong and I want to be emotionally strong. But the devil and the world and even some of the people in your life will cause you to feel weak. Here's God's promise. I'm going to be your strength. And then Paul said it like this to the church at Philippi in Philippians 4.13. He said, I can do. Talk about yes, be an I can do person. I can do all things through Christ. Come on, y'all, that gives me strength. I don't know what you're facing right now, but listen, it's not your strength, it's his strength. His promise is that even in your weakest times, he'll be your strength. Let's worship for a minute. Make way through the water, walk me through the fire, do what you are famous for. facing a lion like Daniel was. Maybe you're not in the midst of a fiery furnace. Maybe it's not this or that, but it's just an impossible situation. You know one prayer you can pray based on his promise? God, do what you're famous for. That's all you need to do. God, do what you're famous for. Make the impossible possible. Because right now I'm facing something and it looks impossible. God, would you just do what you're famous for? Why? Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why he's famous. If he did it yesterday, that's why we need to know the Word of God. If I know the Word of God, guess what I can do? I can say yes to it and, come on y'all, and amen. God, do what you're famous for. Here's the last thing. Last thing is, I love this promise. God wants you to win. Don't you love that, Nick and Megan? God wants you to win. Isn't it a bummer to be around people? They've just lost their whole life. And I love what Nick and Megan do. They they have an organization called Life on Fire. Look them up. You know why? Because they they help people just like I do. They're part of my mastermind too. We're like in this, like we want to help people win. But it's not because of what we say. You know what they did with their organization? Just, I think it was last year. They decided, we're not just gonna have secular events. That means events without God. We're gonna focus everything on God and we're gonna help people win. And I love that, Nick. I love that, Megan. Because God, listen, God's promised to you, He wants you to win. 
Look at somebody and encourage them. Say, God wants you to win. Come on, tell them that. God wants you to win. Here's a scripture. And then we're going to sing one last song. And then I'm going to bless you out of here to go in the love of God, which is promised to you to go out of here in the strength of God, which is promised to you, and to go out of here knowing, I'm gonna win this week. I'm gonna win this week. Here's what the Bible says. You've all been to the stadium. You've seen the athletes race. By the way, I have never loved watching anybody race more than Usain Bolt. He's so cool. I especially love the four by four relay. Everybody's running and they're behind. The baton gets passed to him. He looks at the guy. And see, there's something about running. I don't want to get into it, but you know this, Garrett. A lot of people, when they run, they throw their feet out in front of them. That's not proper running. You actually want to do a circular motion right around your feet and you'd be amazed how fast you can go. Some people ne never learn to run properly. So guess what? They can't look over at the devil and go, Bye-bye. But you know what? Right now, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's the devil himself. Once you look, now don't look at a person, but look to your left or right and just go bye-bye. Come on, y'all, bye-bye. Here we go, here we go. You know why? Look, here's what the Bible says. Everyone runs, but only one wins. So run to win. Run to win. Here's the promise, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster to give you a future and a hope. Come on, let's worship. Let's go. You can do subscribe to our channel on iTunes and YouTube. That way, you know when a new sermon has been uploaded. Also, if this message has impacted you and you want to contribute to help us reach more people, feel free to go to elevate.life forward slash give. 
We look forward to seeing you here next time.